Good morning. Welcome to No Filter, the Unspoken Podcast. I'm your host, Magnolia Lewis. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do want to apologize for my absence on Monday. My allergies were killing me yesterday and also on Monday. So I decided that it would be good not to uh, share my sneezing with you guys. <laughs> Figured I'd wait a couple days until I felt I felt good enough to do my podcast. Today we are going to talk about color dysmorphia. And I this topic is never really spoken about um, amongst anyone. I think it's kind of just hush hush and I'm not sure why because it's it's more of a common issue than we think and and I think even that than we know so um, I was actually watching a show that made me want to talk about this because again it's never really brought up and some people don't think it's an issue but I feel like it becomes an issue as they gradually gradually get older so my thing is so the description of it in my opinion and it's not even in the dictionary that's how messed up it is um so pretty much what it is is color dysmorphia is you believe you look one way but you believe you should look another way or you believe Yeah, I'm just going to leave it like that. You look one way, but you believe that you should look another way. So, for example, color dysmorphia usually happens with kids. It starts off as as when you're young, obviously. You know, that's when you see most of the stuff. So, with that being said, it usually starts off when they're in school. So, some kids have... I went to a school that was pretty diverse, so... Um, I saw all different kinds of races, you know, um, there was a lot of kids that were my color too. And there was a lot of kids that weren't my color, but my school was so mixed that I never really paid attention to that. I'm so grateful for that. I'm sure school would have been much harder if it was the opposite. Now, I've also had some friends that went to schools where they were the only brown person in their school and their school was predominantly another another race and most the race I'm talking about is Caucasian or white so I'm going to and I, I am not trying to offend anyone but I would like to educate people on this because this is a real thing and I feel like if it's not if you're not speaking to your child or even a friend or anyone that you that you notice may have this issue it's never going to get corrected and it's gonna cause some some issues with their their adult life so the episode I was watching which show was it it was um oh goodness I'm having a brain fart anyways the whole point is the lady was, um, oh, it was Southern Charm. Okay, so I love my reality show, especially when 
it shows like bougie people. <laughs> I'm all about it. I get like my makeup inspirations from them, my my clothing inspiration, you know, outfits. You know, it's like a giant magazine when you watch these reality shows. You're like, okay, those are cute. Anyways, I got off track. Sorry. So this episode, she her best friend comes. And these two women are brown. So her best friend comes in and she's, you know, they're kind of just, you know, chatting it up, you know, talking about things that happened during the week, some things they wanted to catch up on, which was great. And she has, she brought something to her friend's attention. And she's like, can we please talk about your daughter? And she's like, what? So she pulls up a picture that her daughter had posted. Well, I think her mom... Okay, so her best friend shared a picture that she got from her daughter and posted it on, I think, like, social media or maybe she posted it, like, within their little group chats. Either way it goes, her friend kept the picture and she felt some type of way about it. So the daughter, who is also brown, she drew a picture of her family. So she drew her dad, she drew her mom, And then she drew herself and her brother. She drew herself as like super, super dark and everybody else in her family, super, super light. Now, mind you, her dad is is dark too. So, but she didn't see her dad as that. Um, She saw her dad as very, very light skinned. She saw her mom as very light skinned. Her brother is already light skinned, but he he is a child of her dad's through a different marriage. So... He's already mixed. Um, So he's very, very, like, fair-skinned. And then the little girl is is a darker skin tone. She's beautiful, by the way. Anyway, so... um, Long story short, her friend was making, making a point to talk to her daughter about what she sees in real life and why does she see... Her dad this way why does she see her mom this way why does she see her brother this way and why doesn't she see herself this way so pretty much the daughter was was drawing that she is an outsider of the family because of the color of her skin and this all started from her going to school and being the only dark-skinned girl there um, and not only the only dark-skinned girl there she was the only black girl there so her parents never really brought it up because they didn't think there was any in any issues until it all came out when she did like a child's fashion show. And um, she did a child's fashion show. And I guess at the end of the fashion show, she just had a whole fit. Like she threw herself on the ground. Mind you, this girl is in like third, second or third grade. So she's throwing like a temper tantrum of like a two-year-old but this girl is like eight and her mom is not understanding why she's like flipping out and she's like really crying and so she gets home the daughter pretty much says to her dad mom always yells at me this and this and that I'm never good enough and then she goes off on a rant and goes upstairs they figured out what the issue was and the girl, the, the girl was feeling some type of way again because she was the only brown girl walking in this, this fashion show. She was the only brown girl, had the poofy hair. Everybody else didn't look like her. And she didn't win because she didn't look like them. So that was what she was perceiving in her head. 
she didn't say all of that. It just came out in tears and a tantrum. So pretty much they figured out that her their daughter felt like just because she was a different t- skin tone than them, she was different altogether and it made her feel less than. So um, that that meant some meant something to me because I know a lot of people that don't feel comfortable in their own skin. Um, and that's unfortunate, but I feel like a lot of that has to do with not speaking about what it is that's really going on. Like, I feel like, I mean, let me tell you, it is hard to be a parent. I'm not going to sit here and lie. And there's a lot of things that you're afraid to bring up with your child. But when it comes to something like this, I think it's very important to talk to them while they're this young of age to overcome whatever is going to possibly happen in the future. I'm not saying it's going to disappear altogether, but having that conversation so they understand that, hey, it's okay to be different. You know, it's okay to have a different skin tone. It's okay to be darker than her. Just because you're darker than her or darker than him doesn't mean that you're not beautiful. You know, um, God made us up different on purpose. If we all looked the same, the world would be so boring, (laughs) you know, but I think that's something that's very important to speak upon, especially with your kids. You know, we got to start them young and let them know that this isn't wrong. You know, this, this is, it's okay. You're feeling like this. It's, it's, we understand why you feel like this. Why do you feel like this? Why do you feel like you're not important enough because you aren't the same color as these people? Or, you know, um, why do you feel different because you're, you can't wear your hair down? You know, why do you feel different? You know what I mean? Like there, there, we need to talk to our kids. It definitely starts with talking to our kids so they understand. And yes, I know these conversations can be very uncomfortable, but think about how uncomfortable it is when that kid becomes an adult and they are lost because they still don't feel like they fit in. So We're going to move on and still stay on this topic. But like I said, I do know a lot of people and I'm to me, five or six is a lot. That's too many to to have this this color dysmorphia. So um, I'm going to speak. I'm not using any names, but I'm going to speak about someone that I know that I feel may have it. And this was brought to my attention when um Another friend asked me a question about this particular person um, that I associate myself with. So this person is mixed. Um, I think the mom is white, dad is black, and she is beautiful, okay? Now, um... I had a picture and I tagged her in it and a male friend of mine reached out to me and was like, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. Does she have a boyfriend? You know, I got a lot of that when I took, when we took a picture together. Um, she's gorgeous. So anyway, so people were sliding in my DMs like who this girl, (laughs) she's fine. She's beautiful. I want her, whatever. 
Um, I tagged her so she was able to get these, um, these people that were adding her on this platform. Long story short, the one dude that I think she actually added, he asked her out and she responded to him. Um, she responded to him in a way to make him feel a little uncomfortable and very, um, he felt very defensive and like he was defending his color or his, his race. Um, so he, I don't know what the, what, what was said, but he ended up reaching out to me and asking me if she was confused. And I was, I was confused to the question because it was kind of like, Hey, you know, that girl (laughs) that you tagged, I reached out to her and she was just, he said, is she full of herself? And I said, I don't know. I wasn't in the conversation. What do you mean? And he says, well, right away, I, I told her she was beautiful, beautiful. And I'd like to take her out to a movie or to dinner or something. I guess she responded to him, thanks. And then the, the response to the, the response to the date thing was, I don't, I don't date. I'm not dating and I'm not, I'm not, um, what she say? Something about I'm not, I usually don't date men like you. And he, I think he responded, what do you mean you don't date men like me? She goes, oh, I don't, I don't date black men or I don't date, date African men. Or she said something to that, to that extent. And mind you, the, the male that was, um, my friend that was talking to her is an African descent. And so I, he felt some type of way. And so he reached out to me and he was like, does she know that she's black? And <laughs> I said, I said, yes, I feel like she does know she's black. Her dad's black and her mom's white. So yes, I think she knows she's, she's mixed. He goes, well, how she, he screenshotted some of the comments and he says, well, this is what she said. And I said, well, I'm not going to be your, your mediator. Like I'm not even encouraging, encouraging this to happen. So I said, well, she's just telling you she's not attracted. You're not her type. You know, that's it. That's that. But when he's, you know, whatever he was showing me, I don't remember this happened a couple years ago, but he, I, I remember reading it and saying, wow, that does look, that does look very, um, the word was, it was some colorism stuff happening in this conversation. That's, that's, that's what I will say. And so he was just confused to why this brown, this beautiful brown woman. Yes, she's mixed, but on the outside, she still is a black woman because she she's not fair skinned. She's like, um, like a mocha, not a mocha, maybe like um, a dark caramel or toffee. That's what color she is. So she's like a toffee color um, complexion. So he's like. Is she brainwashed? And I'm just like, dude, I don't know her life. Like, I've only been friends with her for, you know, a few years. Um, 
I never, I just started kind of hanging out with her, but I don't hang out with her tough like that. So I was explaining to him that I don't know, this is obviously a preference that she has. She's entitled to having a preference, everybody is. But when you word it in a way to where it's offending someone, you kind of have to step back and watch what you're saying. So he pretty much was like, well, I noticed, you know, I'm looking at some of her, because I guess he gave her, I guess she gave him access to another social media platform so that he can check her out. And she did. She gave him, you know, her page or whatever. So he went and did some research and now he's coming at me like, she's really confused. Does she think that she is, does she believe she's black? Does she know that she's black? And I'm like, yes, you keep asking me this question. I know she knows she's black. He goes, I'm asking you this question because if you've noticed, she doesn't have any black friends, like black female friends or even black male friends. And on top of that, what I've noticed is she feels like she wants to fit in, but she wants to fit in with the the white women, not the black women. And he's like, I notice every picture she's with, she's always with the a group of white women. She's never with a group of people that are mixtures. And he's like, does she have any black friends? I said, yes. Well, from what I remember, I said, yes, she does. He goes, but are they like for real her friends? And I'm like, I don't know this girl's life. Like I just go out with her here and there. You know, we modeled together. We did some runways together. That's about it. And he's like, okay, well, I think she's confused and she really, I think she really needs to talk to somebody like this is, this is on a serious note. He's like, I think she really needs to talk to somebody because I'm noticing that she thinks she is white. Now, I never really paid attention to him or to that comment, but it stuck with me for a while. So mind you, this was about three years ago that he said this. So it stuck with me and um, she actually made a comment saying a couple, like a year or two later, she made a comment saying that she was confused. Um, but she didn't go any further into it. So, but um, I do believe she feels like she fits in more with the other I feel like she doesn't feel like she fits in with the black community. I'm not sure why she doesn't feel that way, but that's just from what I'm seeing. And I think a lot of the, the color dysmorphia thing, again, starts with the childhood. So if all you see is one thing and you grow up believing one thing, once you are in that adult that adult part of your life and you are thrown into situations to where you are in a mixed environment. And what I mean by mix, I mean people of all races. It may cause some type of isolation feeling. Um, and I don't know personally, cause I'm going to say I, I have never felt I I know I'm black okay I know to the out the public eye all they see is a black woman I know what I what I what what also is in my blood too like I know we have 
we're a mixed race. We're we're a mixed race, my siblings and I. <clears throat> but on the outside, we are black. We're always going to be black. That's the color of our skin. That's that's just what it is. I say we're brown because technically we're not black. Um we're like um <laughs> Because coffee is black, black, but it's a little brown. So I'm going to say we're like a milk chocolate, you know, you know, like a milk dud type color. <laughs> On some, just, to, just to put some fun into it. But I do understand that if you are seeing things a certain way growing up and then you're thrown into something a little different at like 20 21 or maybe even later in life it can really cause some conflict with how you feel about yourself how you feel in a you know in a certain outing in a certain crowd you know even though you're brown or you're black whatever the case however you identify yourself if you identify yourself opposite of what you really are then there's a big problem and I feel like that has to be spoke about you guys have to talk to somebody if you feel like you cannot okay this is what I'm gonna say if you are black brown light-skinned whatever the case may be and you go to a function that has nothing but brown people and you feel uncomfortable you got to talk to somebody You got to talk to somebody. If you go to a function and you're the only brown person and you don't feel uncomfortable, you definitely need to talk to somebody. It's okay to not feel uncomfortable in an environment that you feel comfortable. But if you feel like you can relate to them, knowing that you are not the same color as them, that's what I'm saying. That is an issue that has to be spoke about because... When you're perceiving yourself as one way and everybody else sees you as as a different way, that's a problem. And it's only a problem when it's in, in regards to the color of your skin. Now, I'm not saying it's not okay to feel comfortable wherever you're at. That's how it should be. You should never feel uncomfortable because you're... And in a spot where you don't see any other brown people, you should be comfortable and you shouldn't feel like, oh, my goodness, I need to find another brown person. So I feel like I fit in here. It should never be like that. But what I'm saying is you should never feel uncomfortable walking into a, you know, a a soul food place. And all you see is a whole bunch of brown people sitting there eating and grooving to some music and you walk in and you feel like. You are an outsider. That's what I'm saying. You should never feel like that. You should you should feel in, invited going into that place and invited going into another place that doesn't have, you know, all the brown people. Does that does that make sense? I hope that makes sense and I explained it. I explained it. But I have noticed that there are some people that feel comfortable with one group versus another group. And I get that. I totally do. But I also hope that those people realize that being different doesn't make make you less than. And it if you are if you were 
brought up in a position to where you didn't see different races or you weren't around the same color or the same um, people that was your same color skin, it does make things a little confusing. But the world we're living in right now, I mean, it's not just right now. It's been happening for a while. But the world we're living in, these things need to be discussed. And um, color dysmorphia is a real thing. I don't care what anybody says. Color dysmorphia is a real thing. And I'm going to use an example. Um, This is another person that I know. Um, She... She's beautiful. She hangs out with, like, she's she does her own thing, whatever. Um, but I remember reaching out to her, and I'm just like, you're just so fun. You're free-spirited. You just have a good time. And that's, that's what you should continue to do to live your life and enjoy it. And she mentioned to me, I wish I had more black girlfriends, though. And I was like, well... Get them, girl. I said, I'm one of them. She goes, yeah, but you understand me. And she goes, some of the girls that I try to befriend think I'm weird because I I don't listen to this and I don't do that and I don't do this and I don't do that. That's another thing that needs to stop. There's not a, there's not a, um, there's not a, a certain way to do certain things. And there's not a, a certain way to wear certain things. So, If you and your soul feel like you should be doing A, B, and C, let that person do A, B, and C. You shouldn't let that person feel uncomfortable for doing so because they're black and you think that's a white person's thing or vice versa because you're white and you think that's a black person's thing. The things that are being done has nothing to do with the color of your skin in some cases. You know what? In all cases, I'm going to say that. And we need to stop putting that in our head and believing that it's okay to do this if you're this way. Or it's okay to do that if you're that way. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a whole bunch of bullshit if you ask me. But, again, um, I feel like I've been talking a really long time on this. And I have. It's 20, 26 minutes. Um, I do... Like I said, think that this is a topic that definitely should be spoke about because it's more common than you think. And I feel like it's very important to speak to them. If you notice it at a young age, please, 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 please speak to your kids about this because it could affect them in their adult life. Trust me, I know people that are affected by it till this day. Like I said, the call the friend of mine that feels like she's not comfortable hanging out with she's she doesn't feel she doesn't feel like she fits in if she hangs out with a group of brown girls but she feels just fine if she hangs out with a group of non-brown girls you know um she says they don't treat her any different but I've heard some of the comments they've said to her but she's also talked like that, too. Like, there's been times she's like, help me wish this my beautiful black friend a bir- happy birthday. But I'm sitting here like, but you're black yourself. Like, why do you need to say that? Like, I don't I don't get it. That's again. She feels that she's she's some she 
she feels like her identity is something opposite than her friends that she, you know, like she's always separating herself from what she really is, you know? You don't have to identify some, someone's color all the time. Like, just say I'm wishing my best friend a happy birthday and I hope she has a great day. You don't have to go into, I'm wishing my black friend a happy birthday because that just makes you look... And I did say something to her about that. Like, why did you have to put that in the comment? How come you couldn't just say happy birthday? So there's a lot of things that I do... Um, I do bring up to her in regards to her being a little confused about where she came from and who she is. But that's where being a friend comes in and you got to talk to them about this stuff because just because you see things a a certain way doesn't mean that she's not struggling with this. She probably is, you know? So again, if you see, if you notice something like that and you've noticed a pattern, pull your friend to a side or pull that person to a a side and be like, do you feel some type of way about this? You know, I feel like once you bring it up and you talk to them, it's not going to happen. It's not going to change or they're not going to feel you know, a hundred percent comfortable until, you know, that, that all takes time. That's up to them. But I feel like if you bring it, bring it up and make it apparent, like, look, I see this is how you're acting. Why is this happening? Is it have something to do with how you were raised? Why do you believe this? Et cetera, et cetera. Dig into it or just Flat out be like, have you thought of talking to somebody about you feeling like an outsider, you know? All right, I'm done for real this time, guys. Thank you so much, so much, so much for tuning in with me today. This is your girl, Magnolia Lewis on podcast, No Filter, The Unspoken. Today, we did speak just about the color dysmorphia and it's a real thing. Please let me know if you have any questions, comments, And if you've had your own experiences you'd like to share, keep in mind whatever experience you share is confidential. I'm not going to be name dropping or anything like that unless you want me to. Again, thank you for tuning in. Have a beautiful day. Happy Wednesday. We're closer to the weekend. And I will talk to you guys on Friday. Actually, tomorrow because it's Thirsty Thursday.